When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So um, New Year's Eve was pretty eventful on the television. Maria Menounos. I mean, eventful meaning what? Well, Maria Menounos got married live on the air. Oh, did she? Allegedly. Yeah. And, and I watched it. it. I No, I did not fall for it. <laughs> this is the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. And I am going to guess that of the three of us that are in the room together, mm. Colleen, Bradley, Holly, that I am the only one who flipped the television on and watched any part of the televised New Year's Eve festivities. Would that I be correct? True. That is correct. Accurate. Okay. And after I read the accounts of everything that happened on New Year's, I feel like I made the right choice. You totally did. And I, I first of all, I need to tell you, I did this by accident. So um, we had moseyed on over to our neighbor's house. They were having a little party. Uh, so we hung out there for a little while. I, that was the only, like, that was the only distance I was willing to travel in that frigid, frigid cold was just a hop skip to my next door neighbors. Um, anyway, we, we came home, we had the kids and we thought they were like, we watch, we watch the ball drop. And it was 11. It was just before 11. So we turned it on so that they could have that moment of watching the ball drop. Okay. And then it stayed on while we kind of put them to bed and got ourselves settled. And we sit down and am I believing what I'm seeing? Maria Menounos is in a wedding dress what? and there is a man with a plastic face what? that looks to be 25 years her senior that she is exchanging vows with. And oh, who's officiating? Steve Harvey. Also, Steve Harvey and like, looks like a penguin. I Yes. And I literally was like, how drunk am I right now? What is happening? Here's what it sounded like. Maria, when we first met... I gained a lover and a best friend, and you gained a lover and a best friend. I got to spend the last 20 years with the greatest human being I have ever known. Maria, you are a blessing not just to my life, but an even bigger blessing to this whole world. I will be with you in brain tumors and in health. I will be with you in this life and the next, and I cannot wait to finally be able to call you my wife. I love you, boo. I love you, boo. boo. You've loved me, you've cherished me, you've held me in sickness and in health. You've been my biggest champion. You've fought for me. You've made all of my dreams come true. I love you so much. Kevin and Maria, (laughs) by the power vested in me, I now pronounce you husband and wife. Kevin, 
You may now kiss the bride. It was super duper awkward. Because first of all, you have Mariah Carey butchering her own song. Yeah, like in the I was going to say, you can hear like, ah! And then they're calling each other boo, and like Steve Harvey looks confused. Steve Harvey looks horrible. It's really bizarre. And it was supposed to be so cold in downtown uh, New York City, uh, in Times Square. They were, you know, everybody was talking about how cold it was. And she's in this lace sleeveless like wedding situation i mean it's just bizarre um and allegedly it was a real uh wedding they really got married right there on live tv now i have to tell you what happened next at my house so i watched that happen and then like a gift from the universe or perhaps a message from the universe our fuse blows and the TV goes dark oh, completely. No. And I'm like, okay, well, we're done watching this now. It can't get better. It This is the best we have. So we missed the full countdown, the ball drop, the whole nine I yards. Mean, again, I would just like to point out that I don't think you missed much of anything. I because didn't. You I just had peace out once Mariah Carey butchering things and asking for hot tea. You had Maria Menounos <laughs> getting married by Steve Harvey in a you know outfit reminiscent of something Joan Collins would have worn in the Dynasty era. And uh, then you also had apparently a giant snooze fest on CNN with uh, like the incredibly gay duo Anderson Cooper and Andy Cohen. Yeah, every. Everybody said that their chemistry was non-existent. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, it doesn't surprise me at all because Anderson Cooper is sort of the straight man. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, He was the straight man to Kathy Griffin's, you know, um, wackadoodle antics. And she was the one who used to co-host with him. So that was funny because she was completely over the top and ridiculous. Andy Cohen is not. And I feel like Andy Cohen is the kind of guy around Anderson Cooper. Like, he is far too concerned and I, trust, I did not watch this. Mm-hmm. So everything coming out of my mouth now is pure conjecture. But he, the two of them to get, Holly, did you watch by chance? No. No, okay, neither of you guys sure. even turned the television okay. on. So um, I feel like Andy Cohen around Anderson Cooper would be annoying because he ultimately would want to like impress Anderson and like, you know, he's with the cool kid and it just would be a weird dynamic uh, in a way that, you know, whether you like Kathy Griffin or not, they had fun chemistry. Well, there was together. something unpredictable about that. Yeah. Um, because Kathy is unpredictable. Yeah. And watching somebody who's unpredictable play against somebody who is so regimented and um, yeah. needs to keep his cool and be calm yeah. in delivering news when unexpected things happen. Exactly. There's humor in that. Yeah. But um, but yeah, and I just feel like, I don't know, I'm, st- I'm getting to this place with Andy Cohen where um, I don't have time for that any longer. I, I, oh, his, I don't either. His whole entire shtick does yeah, not work for no. me. I think I think behind the scenes he's a real d bag. Yeah, I think he's a bully probably. Yeah, uh, and I feel like, but you know, uh, again, he's a very successful person. But I think he's probably been successful in part because he, um, you know. He knows how to manipulate people. I mean, if you just look at Real Housewives, it's kind of, you know, manipulation fest, a go-go. Did you, um, Holly, there's um, some audio of this. There was this awkward moment, um, and it's just below the Maria Menounos stuff, where uh, they, they being Andy Cohen and Anderson Cooper, ask a question of Keith Urban and Nicole Kidman, and Nicole Kidman and Keith Urban are having none of it. You gave Nicole the advice uh, at, I think, the Oscars 
to clap with her hands like this so that she wouldn't damage her jewelry. Did you ever expect that that would become such a thing? Answer that one, baby girl. I mean, it's called a logical clap when you don't want to slam your hands together with rings, but what do you want to do? What do you want to do? It makes sense. <laughs> I wish that there was more important things to be concerned about or that people were focused on more important things than that set of clapping. That yes. would be what I would say. Well, then maybe you shouldn't be at an award ceremony that's largely self-congratulatory and not very meaningful at the end of the day. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I hate when people do that. They try to psych you out with like, I, how dare you be concerned with the superficial things? <laughs> oh, really? Have you looked around at the award ceremony you are currently at? Uh, Speaking of superficial. It also just means like Nicole Kidman didn't, they just had nothing. They had nothing yeah, yeah. to give. Uh, they had actually zero you-know-whats to give. Yeah. Um, now, when we come back, Bradley, apparently you're going to show me something that my iPhone can do. Oh, I'm excited. Yes, your ep- uh, iPhone's going to write your epitaph. Oh, okay, that's morbid, but okay. <laughs> like, I'm, what, I'm, what's I'm on in. your tombstone? We'll I'm find out. Pepperoni. <laughs> Pepper- that was cute. Oh, I that get what cute. you did there. After this, what's going to be on my tombstone according to my iPhone? After this, on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 107.1. Hey, it's Jace from Jason and Alexis. If you missed Second Chance Romance, oh, don't worry. We got you. We had the highlights. So there was no obvious moment where you thought, ooh. I mean, not really that I can think of, you know? Like, but I just felt like a little bit of weirdness towards the end, but mm-hmm. I don't, like, I don't know. Now I think I'm overthinking it, you know? He said I, I looked just like his mom. Oh! Oh, no! Oh, no! <gasps> Like, my mom was gorgeous, right? She was, like, gorgeous back in the day. And, like, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not like, attracted to her, but I was just... You also said your mom was your first love. Whoa! Oh, well, there's well, more. Okay. There's more. Yeah, but, like, that was me, like, trying to be, like, sweet, right? I thought, like, maybe be like, oh, this guy really likes his mom. He must be nice. Pro tip from uh, a gay man. I don't think most <laughs> women want to be compared to any woman much less probably your mom because moms and sons that's like a a unique thing and maybe not for a first date second chance romance thursdays at 7 and 8 30 on my talk 1071 the radio home of when does that come out again my talk 1071 everything entertainment we're gonna write my epitaph and you can play the home game Sorry, on the Colleen and Bradley maniacal. show, yes, on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Holly, we're going to do yours too, so get ready. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you how all of you can write your own epitaphs on your iPhone. Okay, how did this start, Bradley Trainer? Well, I just saw a tweet uh, from somebody on the Twitter. That's what they call it these mm, days, yes. I think the kids do. And uh, it was from a guy named Alex on the Twitter. And someone locally had done this. And I was like, oh, this is fun. We could do this on the show. And it's using predictive text. So, okay. you guys, you can do this yourself. Feel free to, you know, call or share with yours on Twitter. Um, at Bradley Trainer, at MyTalk1071, at Colleen. Nope, at MyTalkColleen. Or at Holly D. D. Roberts. Roberts. Okay. So, here's what I want you to do, Colleen. Mm-hmm. I want you to open up, like, a text message. Yep. Mm-hmm. And type the file. And your predictive text is on? Yes. Okay. So... I want you to type the following words. Okay. Here lies Colleen Lindstrom, period. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me know when you're done writing that. Mm-hmm. I am. You're going to write that into your text. Yep. <clears throat> she was 
Mm-hmm. Now, what is the first word that shows up on your predictive text? Literally. Do I select that? Yep. Next. The. The. Best. Best. Father. Father. I had to be in the morning. There you go. That is your epitaph. Now, do you want to hear, do you have that written out? Yeah. Say it again. This is Colleen Lindstrom's epitaph. This is what will be on my tombstone. tombstone. Here lies Colleen Lindstrom. She was literally the best father I had to be in the morning. <laughs> so apparently you're drunk. Um, Whatever. Holly. How do you turn on your predictive text? Oh, okay, go okay, to. So here's, start there. Here's the easy way. If you're on an iPhone, mm-hmm. easiest way is to go to uh, iPhone settings general. Yep. And then keyboard. And then all the way down towards the bottom, it says predictive and you have to turn it on. Okay. All right. And then, have you done that? Yes. Okay, then you are going to type, and everybody can do this at home, and I'll tweet this out so you can do, play the home version. All right. How you write in the following. Here lies Holly mm-hmm. Roberts. Here lies. And then your preferred pronoun. She was. And then you pick the first predicted word. All right. She was a little... Too much of a pain, and she was so happy to see her, and she was so excited to see her. Oh, it's going on, and she was so excited. <laughs> to All right, so this sounds see, like you're excited. My- kids when they were young now when they got stuck on and a, so on, on and so forth it is just stuck on this mine, it's, it's, what's interesting is mine is a little similar to, to yours holly here's yeah. what mine said this is again my epitaph this is what will be on my tombstone as predicted by uh my predictive text on iphone uh here lies bradley trainer he was literally a little bit of a pain <laughs> to the back <laughs> Yes. Right. So um, I love that. So you can do this yourself. And again, all you have to do is open up your phone. And I don't know about Android. I'm assuming if you have uh, predictive text uh, on your Android, it, it will do the same thing. Just type the words. Here lies your name. Then your preferred pronoun like he or she was. And then let the phone finish the rest. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Isn't that fun? It's just kind of fun. You can do that um, on Twitter, tweet us, or um, if you wanted to call us, you could certainly do that too. Yeah, 651-641-1071 if you've got a particularly funny one and you want to share it with us. But you know, over uh, over the break or the time between Christmas and New Year's, um, I was reminded, Bradley, and I like to start out... Hi everybody, this is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 2018, talking about our inevitable deaths. Um, because we just talked about our epitaphs. And I was thinking about this uh, tweet that our friend Paul McGuire Grimes posted that made me think of our plans for each other's funerals. Yeah. So for those of you who maybe have not been along with us for our entire journey, mm-hmm. we've been on the air together for like, what, six, seven years, years. Yeah. 700 years. Yep. And uh, at some point, Bradley, I think it was during the trend of people um, having their final resting place be stuffed in some sort of tableau do you remember this we we learned of a a woman an older woman who um had her body propped up at the table with yes cigarette was like a guy who was riding a motorcycle mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. that this was was sort of a ways to show up at your funeral yes um so we started to talk about you said bradley first if you can't be frozen that you would like to be stuffed and put in the corner yeah um, and somehow that devolved into some morbid, morbid conversation about what you and I will do at each other's funeral. And um, you wanted, uh, do you want to tell us how so you, you, you Bradley will arrive at my funeral uh, skydiving in yeah. a gold LeMay onesie unitard on roller skates. Yeah. You will be delivered to the Holly, back are you of taking the notes church. You're going to have to be the keeper of the scrolls. Am I? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks. So uh, Bradley will uh, jump from an airplane, parachute down to the back of the church on roller skates in a gold lame unitard. unitard. He will have to roller skate down to the very front of the church, turn around mm-hmm. and lead the entire congregation in a rousing rendition of Dancing Queen. And that's really it. That's mine's that pretty simple. Fun. Yours is like it basically, you know, a scene out of um, that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that movie. Now, mine, the, what I'm required to do at your funeral is going to get me into a lot of trouble. Yeah. And uh, we've, it involves the police. We've planned for it. Yeah. Um, and I've been practicing, and we don't have time to tell all of it right now. So we are going to just stick a pin in it, and I'm going <laughs> to tell you about what Bradley is requiring Find out what of me. What my funeral is going to be like. You're going to want to, but you're going to want to hear. Yeah, no, it's because not. it is. It's pretty it's spectacular. The best damn, damn funeral you're ever going to go to. It will be a weird party. All right. That's for sure. We'll talk about that after this on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071. Everything. You can breathe. You can blink. You can cry. Hell, you're all gonna be doing that. Entertainment. Have you ever? All right. So here are Bradley Trainer's requirements of me at his funeral. So morbid. But it's. I turned into this Colleen and Bradley show on the internet for 2018. It's the first time I ever did this, and now these two bonker you ha yahoos are talking about. Uh, that's it's the guy who does weather. Um, <laughs> we're talking about how they want to be uh, funeralized. Okay, it's weird. But it is. You know, I, these are important conversations to have, and you and I early in our friendship, yes. we had this conversation, yes. and um, what resulted 
uh, it was pretty entertaining. Yeah. And I think we owe it true. to share it to, with the masses. Yeah. So, um, Bradley, your requirements of me at your funeral mm. are as follows. Mm. Do you have this written down? Uh, no, I remember it because I've oh. been corrected in the past. Yeah. So, okay. I just remember there are very key, key points. Yeah, there are. So, okay. I am to arrive dressed. Just when I'm dead. Yes. Okay. I'm, this is at the funeral. I'm to arrive dressed as a clown with menacing hands. Yep, you're a clown with menacing hands. Mm-hmm. That means I, like big and menacing. Menacing. Ugh. Just menacing hands. Yeah. I am to make my way to the front. Of the church. Yeah, so imagine, if you will, set the stage. It's mm-hmm. a funeral home, a church, whatever. I don't care. But um, it's solemn. There's some maybe an organ playing. Mm-hmm. and uh, Very sad people. Everybody's like, ooh, crying. Ooh, 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 ooh. Uh, open casket. Open casket, for sure. I am to climb in mm. and prop you up. Into the casket. You climb, climb in. Climb in. Yeah. Um, thank you. And climb in. So imagine you see Colleen dressed as a clown with menacing, menacing hands, hands walking down the aisle towards my corpse. She climbs into my coffin, mm-hmm. Prop props him up, me up, and I proceed to sing for everyone. <laughs> sisters, sisters, there were never such devoted, devoted sisters. sisters. I got to work on the song. No, it's okay. You got time. Uh, and I will I sing it with you with <laughs> Maybe my menacing not after hands. This show. And then when the police arrive, as they inevitably will, mm-hmm. and they come to take me away. Yeah. As they ra- wrestle you from my dead corpse. As they are carrying me out of the room, mm. I am to say the following. Yeah. Menacing hands, yeah. clown. This is very key outfit. point. This is yes, the this is climax. The most important part. Oh, there we go. Sisters. There were never such devoted sisters. Never had to have a chaperone. And you're gonna move my mouth. Yes. Here to keep my eye on her. Okay. Then the cops come. Ma'am, stop. They wrestle me out. As they're carrying me out the back door. Here it is. But it's what he wanted. It's what he wanted. Yes. No, very crucial to say it's what he wanted. Pause. Pregnant pause. It's It's what what he he wanted. wanted. Okay. Yeah. That's my requirement. Mm -hmm. So... It's pretty straightforward. There you go. <laughs> Perhaps not as musical as yours or as showy. I mean, it'll be musical. Yeah. Anyway, only one of us is going to have our dream come true. That's the fact. Oh, how depressing. Unless we go, like, unless unless we're, like, killed together in a meteor. Then, Holly, it's going to be up to you to Holly's deploy on, both of these. Holly's on the phone. She is oh. not committed yeah, to anything she's, yet. She's, she's taking the call from the person who who's thinks... Like, Please get them off here yes, as quickly exactly. as possible. Grab the hook. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so Holly, uh, if we go at the same time, you are to carry out both of our wishes. Yeah. Well, what's your wish, Colleen? Uh, Bradley, it's, you, you arrive in the gold lame so I'm gonna, uh, on roller sky, skates. I'm going to skydive in on roller skates mm-hmm. in a gold lame unitard singing Dancing Queen. Everybody will join in a chorus of Dancing Queen. And um, I, I, I'm considering a light show. I haven't gotten there yet. Yeah. Okay. Now, well, appropriately, appropriately, we've arrived at the time in the show where we talk about crazy, stupid oh, idiots. Oh, look at that! <laughs> well, Perfect then, timing. I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly 
over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. But that is not where we will go first. No, we will go to an area of, uh, I believe it would be California, called Vacaville. 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 Oh, who knew? I didn't know. Cowville. Oh, thank you. I don't know what that means. Vaca is Spanish for cow. Oh, I didn't know that. No, you know. learn something new the every day. The more you know. The more you know. Well, a Vacaville family uh, received an anonymous mail, an anonymous letter in the mail. <laughs> I got an anonymous mail. <laughs> an anonymous letter in the mail um, that shamed them for not doing something that they usually did, which was decorate their home for Christmas. Oh, they right. got a, a letter from the neighbors. Really admonishing them for not putting up their Christmas lights, which is just kind of ASSY in the first place, right? Yeah, oh, for sure. But here's what you need to know. The name of their uh, the area where they live, the streets that they live on, an intersection of Candy Cane and Lollipop Lane. Okay, so these are people in the game Candyland? Basically. And this is how the letter reads. Attention, all Candy Cane Lane residents and Lollipop Lane residents, the Scrooges among us. To live on Lollipop Lane and Candy Cane Lane is an honor and a privilege. The honor and privilege and the huge responsibility of decorating the houses is a decades-old tradition that the residents of Candy Cane Lane and Lollipop Lane take very seriously. This Does this not sound like it was written by the munchkins from... Oz. Yeah, this is so weird. And it's a tradition the entire city of Vacaville and surrounding communities love and have enjoyed for decades. It is completely unacceptable to not decorate a house for Christmas if you live on Candy Cane Lane or Lollipop Lane. Wow. Those that do not respect this longstanding tradition to decorate their house on Candy Cane Lane and Lollipop Lane should not be living on I mean, these special streets. Can I ask you a question? What if yeah. you're Jewish? You or can't Muslim? then apparently you can't live on those lanes. Or like an atheist. But you have to you celebrate have to. this holiday? Yes. Oh. That is, it is a privilege, Bradley. Where do we live now? Did you not read the letter? <laughs> it is a privilege to live on Lollipop Lane and Candy Cane Lane. Now, sadly, the family who this this uh, letter was delivered Don't say to. they have like no legs. No, no. no she, the, the woman, the homeowner, Lindia Ivesera, she loves to decorate, but they opted out of it this year because... Her mom had just passed away. Oh, God. Isn't that awful? So basically, again, some busybody. Yes. Did you see that the Zaras don't have Christmas lights? That's terrible. Exactly. Well, actually, it's not terrible. Uh, You know, it's terrible. She doesn't have her mother with her any longer. Yeah. Guess what? You know, if I were oh, if I were that lady, do you know Mm -hmm. what I would do? I would get a bunch of Christmas lights and spell my mom's dead. (laughs) Is that enough for you? Oh, I would. I Don't know even you would. Try That's me. the thing. <laughs> Don't even try me, lady. I know you would. She said, uh, I'll show you Christmas lights. Here's my middle finger. <laughs> That's what I would do. Yeah. I would just do string up the yeah. middle finger and just call it a day. Uh, Lindia said, when you get a letter like that, it's just heartbreaking because it's not like I was trying to make the street ugly or whatever. I just had to deal with my family. Yeah, my mom's dead. How Thanks. horrible is that? You guys. Ugh. So that there you is go. so rude. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, hate, I would want to know like who my sent mom, that letter. We would drive around the neighborhood. My mom would, you know, just make comments about all the people that didn't have lights up. And I was like, well, not everybody <laughs> celebrates Christmas. We don't put lights up outside our house. 
We don't because we're lazy. That's why we don't. Didn't you either. put up the damn? Oh yes, star I shower did. Or star movie? What was it called again? The window magic. The window magic. That star magic. I don't. Bradley know. Bradley gave me this really awesome present that projects. Uh, it projects a, an image on the front window. It is the coolest Christmas thing. Movies. Yes, yeah. and it, my kids like loved it. We did think it was really funny one night to put up the zombie one for oh, yeah. Halloween and awesome. Christmas so. with like the guy with the chainsaw, like ho ho ah. But it does make you look very festive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know what I will say is that people are obsessed with that star shower. And I was going to tell you, and I should have told listeners last week when I was over at the Targets, they were all 50% off. So that means you could have got a star shower for like 10 bucks. I bet you probably still can. Well, they're probably gone now. Mm -hmm. But All right. Do you got a crazy, stupid idiot over there? Oh, yeah, I do. Oh, my God. Not, Not only, Colleen, do I have a crazy, stupid idiot. I have the crazy, stupid idiot. Like, of all crazy, stupid idiots. Really? If I told you I have found the Nigerian prince. (gasps) You mean the one that I'm related to? Yes. The one who all you have to do is give him a few thousand dollars. And you will inherit a million. You found him? I did. And in fact, he's a 67-year-old white guy who lives in Louisiana. Stop. Yeah. His name's Michael New of Slidell, Louisiana. He's now facing 269 counts of wire fraud. And one count of money laundering. This is literally one of the people responsible for the Nigerian Prince Internet scam, which involves basically you get an email from a Nigerian official mm-hmm. who claims that um, a re- that you, the recipient, has been named a beneficiary in the will of this Nigerian prince and you will inherit at least a million dollars. You are then asked to send personal information, which is used to con you out of your money. He allegedly participated, Mr. New did, in hundreds of scams and has uh, wired money to co-conspirators in Nigeria. This was after an 18-month-long investigation. Can you imagine? That is insane. Also, I two, only 269 counts. Yeah. I mean... Well, and I'm sure there are other people like him that were doing similar things. So sure. He's not the only guy, but um, I think this is the first time I've ever seen, like, here's a guy who was actually also can we just talk about the crazy stupid idiots no offense that who, fall for I shouldn't that victim shame but like how do you fall victim to that i don't know how you do in in this year i know that in the you know early 2000s when this kind of activity started that there were people that would start to fall for things like that and i'd be like do not well i will do tell not. you that people are still falling for scams because we were just talking about it earlier today that um th- we've been getting these internet or uh, facebook messages oh yeah like please don't add the following person because this person is going to steal your stuff mm-hmm. and it's like no i don't think that's that's not how it that's works not, that's a chain letter yeah. mm-hmm. stop ignore it all right All right. On that note, when we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to get to your answers to today's Daily Snap Judgment. And that question we asked today was... Original or extra cripsy? Nope. 2017 or 2018? One of the two. We'll find out. Go to our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash mytalk1071. Answer that question. We will judge you for your answers after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on mytalk1071. 
Previously on Jason and Alexis. Did you say uh, casserole? Thesis on Twitter said it's not a Casanova or whatever he called it. <laughs> so yeah, oh, it's hot a hot dish. dish. Oh my god! But I was I in saw- Illinois. In my defense, I was oh. in Illinois. It's a casserole. Is that where it? Is? Okay. Oh my gosh! I've been shamed as somebody who's just moved to Minnesota when I said casserole. Well, I'm not even going to say the. It's word. all yeah, they yeah. have, Dawn. You have to give them their like <laughs> that and the dumb duck thing. I mean, don't what? even get me started. Oh, I yeah. Gray duck. Yeah. It's all you got, Minnesota. Oh my Love ya. Oh wow. No. Okay. Well, hey, you know what? After that, uh, kisses. We're, kisses. We love you. Bringing you everything entertainment. Jason and Alexis in the morning with producer Don on My Talk 1071. The radio home of confidently knowing if something is still a thing. My Talk 1071. On the Chrissy Teigen tweet storm. Ooh, it's a mystery. Between Bradley Trainer and Chrissy Teigen. We've been following that throughout the show today. Uh, on the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are Everything Entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. And for one split second there, we thought that Bradley had been blocked by Chrissy Teigen. Not the case. No, because I went to respond. She tweeted to me, easy for you to say, uh, or easy for someone to say who's never been or who's never been ended or tried to be ended. I wish I had taken a screen cap of that dumb thing because I went to respond to it and it said, you can't do that. And I was like, oh my God, did she just block me? Because that happens. Add her to the list of people who I've been blocked by on Twitter for, you know, speaking my mind. And um, she, but she, she uh, deleted that tweet. Okay, Not so, the initial tweet, but the response. So just to bring everybody up to speed, yeah, yeah. Um, earlier today or, or late yesterday, we we learned of uh, a story about a YouTube celebrity by the name of Logan Paul. He is uh, he's known for his YouTube channel, but also for his Vine fame and also for um, a couple Disney Channel TV shows that he was a part of. He's gotten into a ton of trouble. Like he has been sort of the subject of of some not so flattering headlines Um, within the past nine months. I remember specifically one about um, his neighbors being like complaining about kind of how loud and obnoxious he was Mm -hmm. and, and like a lot of arguments in the neighborhood about, about him and and the kind of company he keeps. But most recently uh, he had posted a video that he had taken while he was wandering through a, a forest area in Japan that they call the suicide forest. And it is uh, known for that because it is a place where people go to end their lives. And they came upon somebody who had done just that. And they took a, a lengthy video, like upwards of 10 minutes of this body and uh, the commentary around it uh, with him and the people who he was traveling with. He posted it on his YouTube and the internet rightfully came after him for it. Now, Chrissy Teigen decided to add her voice by saying the following regarding Logan Paul. Something I always think about is when people make ethical mistakes, as in not illegal, should we really be trying to ruin their lives and end their careers or accept the apology personally make a choice to stop watching and move on. And Bradley, you started by simply replying to that and she started a conversation with you. Yeah, so I just basically said maybe you should strive for a bit of perspective that doesn't equate Twitter with uh that doesn't equate Twitter being angry at a millionaire with ruining their lives. The last year has taught us that people in positions of power are not immune from the consequences of their actions. And then I just quoted the oft uh quoted 
Mm-hmm. To whom much is given, much is expected. Meaning that Logan Paul should, uh, you know, it should be no s- surprise that there are going to be consequences for behaving so badly. Right. Um, she says then, in response, Twitter being angry can equate to ruining lives. For instance, the thousands of people who have accused me of Pizzagate pedophilia. Long story short, that was, it, you can Google it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a time when trolls attacked her. She said, that will forever be attached to my name. Future search is my life. That, to me, ruins my life. Which has nothing to do with what I was saying. But Mm -hmm. I get that she feels very strongly about this personal thing that happened to her. And then I responded to that. I agree, the internet mob can be frightening and problematic, but aren't those two different things? One is real, Logan Paul doing something offensive. And the other is not real. That is, people accusing you, Chrissy Teigen, falsely. Your original tweet just felt like the right argument for the wrong moment Mm -hmm. to which she then responded and then I responded and then she responded. And then when I went to respond, I noticed those last two responses from her were deleted, which is so interesting. Yeah. So now I want to be like, wait, why did you just delete those? Why did you disappear that stuff? I feel like we should just let sleeping dogs lie. No, We don't let sleeping dogs lie on the Colleen and Bradley show. We poke them until they pay attention to us. I don't. I mean, look, my invitation, our invitation to Chrissy Teigen still stands. Come do a cheat day Friday with us. We want you to eat food with us. Um, And frankly, you know, and a listener suggested this on Twitter. And I'm just going to put this out there. I won't say who it is Mm -hmm. because uh, they messaged me privately. Mm -hmm. And um, this listener said, Oh, nope, that's not what this listener said. Sorry, hold on. Okay, holding. Holding. Continuing to hold. I'm also looking for any evidence as to why she deleted that. Oh, no. Oops, poops. Oops, poops. Um, Somebody on Twitter. Twitter. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You and Colleen want a Gracie for having deep roundtable style discussions, conversations. The topic of privilege and online range could be another topic. Maybe invite Chrissy Teigen for a formal on air conversation. Interesting. Which I thought that would be great. We would love to have Chrissy on to talk about this. But I don't I didn't want to tweet her and be like, hey, come on a show. Because then it just seems like you're, you know, like all I did was tweet her to get attention, which I just I just the the issue that I had with Chrissy Teigen. And I'm sorry, this is taking us away from the very important topic of 2017 or 18. No, uh, this is a better topic. Go on. Uh, But the point I have with Chrissy Teigen is that she is in a position of privilege. More importantly, Logan Paul is in a huge position of privilege. He's a multimillionaire. He is a person who has an incredibly successful career. And to think that you can do something heinous, like videotape dead people uh, for your own personal gain and try to play it off as some sort of awareness thing, which it totally was not, and most people have roundly criticized him for, it just seemed like, why are you, Chrissy Teigen, taking this moment to have us have a deeper conversation about the internet, which has nothing to do with the Logan Paul issue. Like you, your argument might be valid. This is not the the person you want to have that argument about. She's drawing a corollary where there isn't really an adequate corollary. In other words, yeah, the, the, her yeah. points are valid. Yes, and this is what is so frustrating about the internet is that the conversation, you, you know, your argument is valid, okay, mm-hmm. but not in this case. Like Logan Paul is not a poster child for people who are um, abused, bullied and attacked by trolls. Right. Like Logan Paul will be fine. He may lose his job, but that's because he made a choice. If you and I came on the radio today and swore Mm 
mm-hmm. said something heinous. Mm-hmm. Um, I have said things on the radio before that I've, you know, listeners have questioned me for saying. I'm sure you have yep, had the situation absolutely. where you have said things that listeners have called you on the carpet for. And there might even be situations where you and I have been talked to by our bosses like, hey, don't say, I should say this carefully. What I mean to say is, if I say something inartful on the radio, my boss is going to hold me accountable. Right. 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 Mm-hmm. So, and that's that's just to be expected. I wouldn't, I wouldn't feel like I was being attacked or unfairly held accountable. Mm-hmm. That's just the job right. that we are in. Right. And the same is true of Logan Paul, who is a public figure. You do something stupid in public, you're going to be held accountable. Go, people are going to react to it. So that was the point I was making, and I just don't feel like she was arguing that she wanted to argue her own particular thing, which is her, you know, that's her prerogative. And that's sort of, you know, but, but that's why, you know, we, we were saying you were, you were considering whether or not you were going to reply. And by the way, Donnie, welcome to the show. We are uh, discussing the fact that Bradley had a Twitter discussion with Chrissy Teigen. She wouldn't accept our invitation to come eat food with us. That's, but she wanted to argue with Brad. Yeah. But whatever, mm. um, she doesn't even know what she was missing. But um, <laughs> I do. But I do think it's interesting, you know, with a, with a per- with anybody, frankly, on social media, and that's why this is so hard when you get into a discussion with somebody on social media. Two people are going to hold their ground, yeah. and and she wasn't going. She was go- she was never going to see. She was just what like were- more marching forward. And, yeah. and, and in fact, I thought I was doing a very good job of acknowledging what she said. Yeah, I don't think people understand. Oftentimes, I shouldn't say people, some people don't seem to understand how to have a, 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 conversation. a conversation, which is you acknowledge what the per like, I'm trying to acknowledge her feelings mm-hmm. in this moment, but then point out why this they're, particular, why they're wrong. Well, no, no I'm just your, your argument can be invalid. Your feelings can be totally valid or your argument can be valid in a different scenario. Well, sometimes so. you just need to simply say, I see your point or I see where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. Keep it civil. Yeah. Go on from yeah. there. But then yeah. she then she did this thing, Donnie, where she goes, that's easy for someone to say who hasn't had to try or who hasn't had their life try to be ended before. And I'm like, well, OK, you don't know me. So and then she erased that tweet. Mm-hmm. Mm. So there so, was that. There was that kind of awesome. I'm I'm enjoying it, though, because I'm getting a lot of uh, notifications on Twitter. <laughs> oh, yeah. He so is. It's insane. Uh, it is insane. It's, you know, it's 2018, and my word for the year is act. Mm. Act. Colleen, what's yours? Relax. Donnie, what's yours? (laughs) Not again. Oh, that's two (laughs) Two words, words. but okay. Holly? (laughs) Do. Relax, act, do, and not again. (laughs) How optimistic. (laughs) Coming up next, not again, Lori and Julia. (laughs) Relax. (laughs) Act. Do it. On My Talk 1071, thanks for hanging with us today. My Talk 1071, everything. You're in the good place. You're okay, Ellen. Entertainment.